My name is Jeffrey Sidoris, and this is Iteration 40. I woke up the other morning thinking about the Beatles, specifically some of the dramatic changes that their work went through over the course of their career. And from what I know of them, they began doing covers of other people's material, mostly early American rock and roll from artists like Chuck Berry and Little Richard, Buddy Holly, and of course, Elvis Presley. But learning the songs of their heroes allowed them to use that material as starting points, if you will, for their own songs. And the early Beatles songs were, at least to me, just straight ahead rock and roll that became almost the blueprint for the pop songs of the day. They were simple but catchy, and they were packaged in a way that nobody had really ever seen or heard before. As they became better and better musicians, they began to branch out into more complex arrangements. Their songs became more experimental, for lack of a better word. And somewhere around Revolver, things started to really get interesting. The simpler love songs like I Want to Hold Your Hand and Love Me Do gave rise to songs like Eleanor Rigby, Here, There, and Everywhere, and Tomorrow Never Knows. They began experimenting with new recording techniques, and we hear the beginnings of the Hindu and Eastern influences under Maharishi Mahashyogi on the individual band members, particularly George, which we hear on Love to You. It seems like the further away from themselves the influences came from, or the less familiar they were, the more interesting the music became. They were no longer simply interpreting what came before them, but instead they were forging their own musical and even spiritual paths. And by exploring and embracing the unfamiliar, they gave themselves the opportunity to experience things that altered the trajectory of their music as well as their lives. Now, did these experiences ultimately drive them apart? Maybe. But at least according to Paul, that's not what ultimately broke up the band. Regardless, in stepping away from what was familiar, their music changed dramatically, and I think it was absolutely for the better. Don't get me wrong, I love the early Beatles songs, but for me, they don't hold a candle to the work that came after Revolver, especially Sgt. Pepper, Abbey Road, and Let It Be. I think there's a part of me that's looking, or maybe at least open to, a dramatic shift in the work that I make. And it's not that I feel that I've attained some sort of mastery over the current work, either technically or conceptually, far from it, as a matter of fact. But I do feel somewhat stuck. While I love the propaganda style of some of my work, at times it does feel a bit of a one-trick pony. But then again, maybe I just haven't gone deep enough into the story that I want to tell with it. And this is one of the reasons I started out with the example of the Beatles. Maybe it's time to look for and allow myself to be inspired by something a little further away from center in order to help take me, or at least take the work, somewhere that I'm not expecting it to go. Because at the moment, the story of my work feels arbitrary and impersonal. I think the story you tell with your work, and again, I'm not saying that there has to be a story, but if there is, I think it has to be personal. Or maybe a better way to say it is it has to mean something to you. I've been taking the masterclass with Martin Scorsese, and this is actually something that he addresses quite a bit early in the course. In fact, he begins the course saying that if you're looking for tips on how to be a filmmaker, this may not be the right course for you. But if you have a story that you absolutely need to tell, but aren't quite sure how to tell it, you might be in the right place. Which really sort of hooked me from the beginning. 
I have no desire to be a filmmaker, but I do want to learn new skills and new influences that may help me to tell better stories. And I know that there's a story to my work, multiple stories, actually, and they're all trying to sort of work their way out, but I just seem to be stuck circling them. So maybe tacking in a different direction and exposing myself to new work or even new processes, the stories I want to tell will be allowed to rise to the surface, which is exactly how a series I did 10 years ago happened. I was so focused on the process I was using to create the work that I wasn't worrying about the story or the subject matter, not consciously anyway. And before long, I had this small body of new work that, while not really a singular narrative, it at least shared a common theme. So in letting go of what I thought it should be, I allowed it to be what it wanted to or maybe even needed to be. There's a line in a terrific movie with Clive Owen called Croupier, where he, Jack is selling his car, and this is a car that his father gave him, so it really meant a lot to him. But the line goes, hang on tightly, let go lightly. And I think that really applies here. I'm, I'm hanging on tightly to the stories that I think I need to tell or the stories that I've convinced myself that I want to tell rather than holding on to those things lightly and letting them go where they want to go. Be sure to check the show notes for a few links that I've found interesting, including the link to the Martin Scorsese Masterclass. I don't know how long it will last, but Masterclass is currently running a buy one, get one special. So you can get an all access pass for yourself and they will throw in one for a friend or a family member for free. Now, I don't have any sort of affiliation or sponsorship with Masterclass. I've just really been enjoying some of the classes they have available. Also, a listener sent me a video by a photographer named Jamie Windsor, who raises some interesting points around the ethics of street photography. The hinge pin of his argument against street photography centers around whether or not you can accurately represent a culture that you're not a part of. It's an interesting question and honestly, something I need a little bit more time to wrestle with. It may even be worth reaching out to Jamie for a conversation. And lastly, if you like astronauts and pop culture, you're going to love the work of painter Scott Listfield. Not only does he have terrific technique, there's a great sense of both irony and humor to his work. Subscribe to Iterations in your favorite podcast app. You can also subscribe to my new Everything feed and get every iteration, every episode of Process Driven, every one-off conversation, and anything else I happen to release all in one feed. Just search for Jeffrey Sidoris Everything. If you'd like to connect with me, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, at Jeffrey Sidoris. That's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y-S-A-D-D-O-R-I-S. And for a limited time, you can save 20% on the analog digital bundle of my book, Photography by the Letter, which includes both the paperback and the downloadable ebook. Visit photographybytheletter.com or jeffreysedoris.com for more information. I'll be back in a week or two with another iteration, and I hope you'll join me. Until then, thanks very much for your time. I appreciate you being here, and I'll talk to you on the next one.